If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha HaShavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful Erev and what a great Erev Shabbat it is. It's the sixth week of the Weeks of Consolation as we continue the journey up to Rosh Hashanah, the New Year. New Year, which is right there. The New Year, which is about to begin. The New Year, which is going to change things all better. We're going to approach it with a tremendous sense of accomplishment and purpose. This, in fact, is what this Shabbos is all about. Itavo, arriving, coming, entering doing all that is necessary in order to achieve what has to be achieved within the context of preparing for Rosh Hashanah for the new year. And this is why when it comes to this Shabbos, we know six weeks have passed by. We have one more week to go next week. This is the penultimate week. This is the week that somehow we have to get things together to make sure that the month of Elul, to make sure that the opportunities of Elul are used to its fullest, to make sure that we take the moment of Elul, the week, the month of Elul, and we use it in such a way that it brings great benefit to us, to our families, to our friends, to our entire community, please God, to the entire world, in fact, to the entire creation. It's a time that we have to energetically take that power that exists, use it, focus it, direct it to where it has to go to each and every one of us in particular, and to the world in general. And this is why the Parsha of Kitavo is so important during the month of Elul, because it talks to us about a tremendous level of achievement, coming to the land, taking the first fruits, recognizing that what we have done is a gift from God. It's as the land, an inheritance. It's something which comes directly from God to us. This is not something that just happened. It's not something which just occurred. This has been methodical. This has been exact. This has been played out over generations, hundreds of generations, from the first promise to Abraham until the ultimate coming of Mashiach. The Jewish people are about to enter into the land. Moshe is continuing with his farewell speech, with his farewell address. And a farewell address from Moshe is something which is not only a bianto or <laughs> we will see you again, goodbye. It's not a goodbye. It is a lesson after lesson after lesson on so many different levels. And one of the most important things that Moshe teaches us is how to understand things, how to read things, how to take events of life, how to take things that we experience and to understand it at different levels. Just like the Torah itself, the Torah has to be understood at so many different levels, the pardes, the orchard of Torah, the simple translation, that which is suggested as a remis, that which is... In fact, homiletic stories, as we read in the Medrash and the Agadah, and of course the Sod, the secret, the inner dimensions of Torah. Each and every single word, each and every single episode of Torah is there on different levels. Moshe is teaching us that in order for us to have the fullest connection with the most powerful, the most powerful interaction with Torah, it is vital, absolutely necessary that each and every one of us apply whatever we can in order to understand things on different levels. And this is so true of life as well. Life is not 
simple. Life is not obvious. Life is not just as it appears. Life is a complex and complicated and beautiful interaction of so many different things. We hear words, we develop relationships, and we understand that there is always a subtext. There is something else going on, not because people are fooling each other, but because relationships and words are so full, so powerful, that what is said what is heard, what is said on a deeper level, and what is heard on a deeper level. These are things that we have to develop as life goes on. This is an indication of maturity. Yes, it's important to be literal as well. It's important to understand that being literal, the simple pshat, this is something which is vital, but at the same time, to recognize and know there are all sorts of interplays beneath the surface that we have to recognize as well. And this is why when Moshe gives his farewell speech to the Jewish people, not only saying goodbye because he's not going to enter the land, but instructing them when they come into the land how not to forget this vital message of recognizing things on different levels, of appreciating things on different levels, of knowing that as God is infinite, so he has put multi-levels of insight into every single situation, into every single word. And Torah, of course, which is the infinite wisdom of God, must be studied on so many different levels. And this is why, interestingly enough, this coming Sunday night and Monday, Yudches Chai Elul, the 18th of Elul, is the birthday of both the Baal Shem Tov, who introduced the world to the incredible gift of Chasidut, and Rabbi Shneur Zalman of Liadi, the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanian Shulchan Aruch, the first Chabad Rebbe, who gave us the Chabad version of what Chasidut is all about, in order for us to know that the world is not a simple place, and that the world is not simply to be looked at literally in order for us to understand the many incredible, beautiful levels that we possess within our own souls, within our own minds, within our own hearts, and to recognize the words of Torah teaching us different levels so that we don't make the mistake of taking the literal, the obvious, the expression as it appears as the ultimate, but to know that it appears on so many different levels as well. And this is why this Parsha of Kitavo, which comes two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, it's the, as I said before, the penultimate Parsha, it's important for us to understand that somehow this Parsha is going to speak to us on different levels in order for us to understand what life is all about, in order for us to understand what in fact our relationship with the Almighty is all about, what our understanding of Torah is all about, and how to look at life, because as mentioned earlier, and as we all know, life is not simple. Life is complex and complicated, and therefore we have the complexity within ourselves to recognize the complexity of God's creation and the purpose of each and every single situation. More of that soon. This is the Pasha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. The multi-level understanding of life, the multi-level understanding of events, the multi-level of understanding, particularly the word of Hashem, this is the message Moshe is delivering to the Jewish people, particularly in this Parsha. And how does he begin? The Parsha is Kitavo. When you will finally enter the land, you will have taken possession of the land. You will have taken spiritual possession and physical possession of the land. The land is now 
truly a holy land, a land which reflects that it's a place where a people of the highest levels of ethics and morality have taken the land and want to make it that type of model that the world will recognize this is the perfect type of land. It's a land of holiness. It's a land which is going to have a house in which God himself will dwell. And while, of course, those words, as I said before, those words sound wonderful, in actual fact, we have to understand the depth of those words. And in order for us to do that, says Moshe, he wants us to understand what, in fact, the mitzvah of the first fruit is all about. You will come to the land. You will take from the first fruit. What are the first fruit? The first fruit is what we've achieved, what we've done, what we've brought into the world. It's the product. It's the end result of effort, sometimes years of effort. And finally, we see the reward. We see the incredible first fruit. And what do we do with that fruit? Do we enjoy it? Yes, we do, but in a particular sort of way. Because the first fruit is to be enjoyed by us giving it away to the Kohen, which represents the presence of God and godliness. What in actual fact is happening over here is that the Jewish people on Yisrael are being taught a lesson. What in fact is real? What in fact is permanent? What in fact is that which you have to develop in your own life? That's the ability of recognizing that everything comes from God. And therefore, once you've achieved whatever you've achieved, you mustn't, God forbid, make the mistake of thinking, ah, I have done something great. I have done something wonderful. I have achieved great things. I have amassed the fortune. I have studied so well. I have developed, I, I, I. No. Yes, of course it's you. You are the one who in actual fact has done it. But how did you have the ability to do it? The ongoing blessing of Hashem. Where does the fruit come from? Yes, of course, trees are planted and ultimately harvested. But who gave the land the ability? Who gave the physical earth the ability to grow beautiful fruit or beautiful anything? Who gave the land the ability of taking a seed and that seed becomes completely decayed within the ground? And what comes out, what comes out is something of incredible purpose. It's able to nurture, it's able to feed, it's something to beauty as well. Who gave the land that ability? Only Hashem. Where did the water come from? Where did the rain come from? Where did this great blessing come from? This comes from above. And this is why when we actually experience that dimension of the first fruit, the reward, the expression of the result of our efforts, our first thoughts have to be one of incredible gratitude to thank Hashem. And how do we thank Hashem? Do we simply say thank you? Do we simply throw up our hands and say wonderful? Or do we even simply give a portion of that which we have harvested, that which we have earned to Hashem? It goes far beyond that. It is a lesson in history as well. Because when you come to the Kohen, when you come to the priest who represents holiness, what do you have to do? Do you simply hand them a basket of the first fruit of the Bikurim? Of course you do, but there's a long speech that is connected with that action. And what's the long speech? We go all the way back in history to the patriarchs. We speak about Jacob. We speak about how the difficulty he was able to survive all sorts of onslaughts. We talk about his family coming down into Egypt and going through the horror 
going through the pain and suffering of hundreds of years of incredible slavery on every single level. We talk about coming into the land and taking possession of the land. We talk about all these incredible things we are connecting to the past because expression of gratitude is not only saying thank you. It's not only doing something which expresses our appreciation of that which we have. Gratitude means that I am not here on my own. I wasn't born so many years ago and this is who I am. I belong to a long chain of noble history. I belong to a long chain of people who have done the same thing all the way back to the patriarchs. And while, of course, he is speaking to the generation who will be going into Israel for the very first time, these are the children of those who came out of Egypt. They have to repeat that story that, yes, we were in Egypt. It's reminiscent of Pesach as well. How do we begin to answer the child when he asks the various questions around the table? What do we say? Abadim Hayina. We began a long, long time ago. And this is the authenticity, the chronological authenticity of the Jewish people. We are not Johnny come lately. We just haven't arrived. We just haven't come to this place. We are the expression. We are living symbols, living witnesses of an age old connection to the promise that Hashem made to the patriarchs. And we are living that promise. We are living that incredible miracle of our survival, of our ability to continue. This is what gratitude is all about. Gratitude is an expression of tremendous awareness of who we are. And who we are part and parcel of the great history of the Jewish people going all the way back and seeing, recognizing, acknowledging, expressing the acknowledgement of the miracles that Hashem has shown us throughout the ages. This is something which is so important for us to understand. This is something that we have to understand within ourselves. This is something that we have to teach our children. This is the symbol of being Kitavo. This is the symbol of being Jewish. Kitavo means you have finally entered into the land. You finally come to a place of tranquility, of peace, of growth, of reward, of greatness. What do you do? Do you sit back and simply enjoy the gifts of life? Yes, you do. But at the same time, it must come with an incredible acknowledgement of where you come from, an incredible acknowledgement and recognition that all this is part and parcel of Hashem's great miracle that He's shown to us as a people. And this is something that each and every one of us, when we look at the multi-levels of life, when we look at the multi-levels of our existence, we begin to recognize that. I've told you this so many times. The greatest miracle that we have experienced is the miracle of the survival of the Jewish people. It's not a simple story. It's a highly complicated, complex story on so many different levels. We should have been wiped out. We should have been destroyed. Yet we are here. We continue to bear witness. We continue to live the life that Torah demands from us. We continue to show the world that the word of God is infinite. The word of God lasts forever. The word of Torah lasts forever. This is what we have. Every time you achieve something, every time you bring something to its end result, to its great reward, this is the moment when you stand up and you show the world this is 
the result of not only my own efforts, yes, my own efforts as well, but there is a greater, a greater power, a greater energy, a long historical line that pushes me to this point, that brings me to this point. This is how the Parsha begins. How wonderful life would be if we would apply that lesson in every single situation of life. How wonderful would life be if, in fact, at every stage, when we see some sort of result, we stop, we pause, we look to the past, we look to the future, we recognize the miracle of the past, we recognize the miracle of the present, and we devote ourselves to continue this incredible, ongoing, miraculous expression on so many different levels. The great tragedy of life is when people think they were born at a particular point to a particular set of parents, to a particular set of circumstances. This is where they begin, and one day where it'll all end. No. There is an infinite dimension to our being. Not only are we a long chronological line of historical development, in each and every single moment of our existence, there is an infinite dimension. And this is where the multi-level complexity of life, the maturity of recognizing complex issues, this is where it comes to play, that we have to see within ourselves, within every moment, within every gesture, within every opportunity, within every challenge, we have to see the infinity of that dimension, not only the finite, how it appears, how it's seen, how I simply understand it, but to stand back and look at the majesty of the incredible infinite dimension of that particular action, situation, interaction, relationship, feeling, thought, whatever it might be, to see the infinity within it. This is what gratitude is all about. Gratitude really is a wonderful and powerful, tremendous level of recognizing what in fact we possess, what in fact we have, what in fact we have in the fullest sense of the word. Because otherwise, everything is limited. And no matter how long we live, no matter how much we, well, enjoy life, it's a limited and sometimes depressing realization that it's something which is limited. Take your first fruit. Make the speech. Recognize where you come from. Recognize who and what you are. Recognize that you are here as a result of so many incredible influences and situations. It'll give you strength. It'll give you wisdom. It will give you joy. It will give you a recognition of something which is so important. Your particular relationship with Hashem, with God Almighty Himself. This is part of the farewell speech of Moshe to the Jewish people. He's not only going to give them a list of do's and don'ts. He's not only going to simply say goodbye in the most eloquent language, as Torah tells us in the book of Deuteronomy of Devarim, but he is going to teach us how to understand life, how to live life to the fullest by recognizing the infinity within every finite moment of life, recognizing the infinity within every finite situation of life. Moshe is sharing himself. Moshe is sharing his wisdom, his experience, his knowledge, his understanding of these things. Just as he himself has seen so many incredible levels of godliness in his constant daily interaction with God, he wants to share that incredible experience with 
each and every one of us so that we too can see and experience and feel and recognize what it's all about. This is the gratitude. Moshe is expressing his gratitude by showering us with his knowledge so that we can continue with that incredible recognition of what gratitude is really all about and to see the world for what it really is, to see the world for what in fact it truly is, to see the world as something which is created by Hashem, as something which is the gift of God to each and every one of us, the gift of God that somehow has to bring about a recognition of greatness in each and every single thing that we do. And this is why as we begin the parsha of Kitavot, we start with a tremendous sense of strength, a tremendous sense of joy, because we recognize what in fact those first fruits are. We recognize that that end result of our efforts, it's not only the end result of our efforts, it's not only the end result, it's a continuing effort, but it comes from an infinite dimension based upon our history and based upon the blessing of Hashem. More of that soon. This is the Pasha Hashavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. And this is why when we take a look at the Pasha of Kitavo, and we are so overwhelmed at the beginning with this incredible message that Moshe is delivering to us. We feel tremendously inspired. We feel uplifted. We feel that there is an incredibly powerful energy coming from his words into our hearts and minds, telling us things that we haven't known before, how to live life to the fullest. And yet when we come to the end of the Parsha of Kitavo, we're suddenly hit by the Tohacha, that frightening list of terrible punishments that God will bring if, in fact, we don't listen to his words, if, in fact, we disobey, if, in fact, we distance ourselves from him and we don't follow the rules and regulations that he has outlined for us in order to live life. Now, we ask ourselves, how can the Parsha begin with such incredible, uplifting messages? And over here, we are given the Tochacha in no uncertain terms again and again, double the amount that we read in the Chukotai. How can the two be reconciled? There's one sentence in the Tochacha that puts all of this into perspective and enables us to understand what in fact the inner message is, how to see the Tochacha on a different, <coughs> more powerful, deeper level. And it goes like this. Moshe says, you know why this will happen? Tachas asher lo avaratas asher these things will happen because you didn't serve God your God with heartfelt gladness when you had an abundance of everything. Listen to what the Torah is telling us. Listen to what Moshe is telling us. What is punishment really all about? It's the non-effort you didn't work at creating a state of simcha, of joy, and tuvlevov, gladness of heart, in the situation of life that you experience. And not only in the obvious situations, when everything is wonderful and good, but even when things are difficult, you didn't work at recognizing the goodness that is contained within it. You didn't work at recognizing the multi-levels, the complexity of each and every single thing. Because had you, you will see that in fact it is 
a source of blessing. It is a source of joy. And while it might appear as something which is negative, while it might appear as something which is harsh and hurtful, it's anything but. It is the most powerful, the most profound, the most incredible gifts that Hashem has. And this is why he has to slip it in, into this world, in an indirect sort of way. This is the greatness of this parsha. The greatness of the parsha is not to talk to us about platitudes and attitudes. It is there to teach us how to recognize what life is all about and to see the goodness, to see the simcha, to see the joy, the gladness of heart from the abundance of good. How often do we sit back and we actually dwell within the comforts and joy of life? And what do we want? We want more. Do we stop for a moment and give proper expressions of gratitude as I explained earlier on gratitude? Unfortunately, not as often as we should. And this is what Torah is telling us. This is what Moshe is telling us. Moshe is telling us, listen, recognize, there will be dark moments in your history. There will be painful moments in your history. There will be incredible challenges in your history. But you are a person who is possessed of the ability of recognizing things at so many different levels. You will see the good. You will see the joy. You will see the gladness of heart in every single situation. This is what Pesha is saying to us. This is the continuation, the natural continuation of the Parsha. It's not a conflict that in the beginning we talk about joy and first fruit, and at the end we talk about the tochacha, the terrible punishments. No, they are one and the same. How do we view anything and everything in life? And if there is an attitude of simcha, if there is a dimension of joy, gladness of heart, recognizing that Hashem has given us whatever He gives us, then we see in every single situation a blessing. And not only an imaginary blessing, but a real blessing. Something that comes with the energy and fullness of what a blessing is all about. And this is why in the sixth Haftarah consolation, one of the last words, Hashem says, all this will come to fruition, in its time, but I will hasten it. The coming of Mashiach, the ultimate blessing, the ultimate reward, the great moment of recognition where everything will be seen for what it truly is on the deepest level, that everything is a source of joy, a source of gladness of heart, a source of blessing. Hashem says, Be'ita, there is a specific time that I have set by which time the Sheikh will come, but Achishena, we can hurry it up as well. And what does that mean? Again, he places the challenge of responsibility in our own hands. Yes, the time is this and this date, but if you work at it, you can hasten it. And even though perhaps we haven't yet achieved what we should achieve, and nonetheless, we have the capacity to do that. In our own personal dimensions of life as well, we can see, we can see the blessing long before it appears because we have worked at recognizing what in fact the chat actually all about. And this is why two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, two weeks before we stand before Hashem, and this year will be different. Many of us will be in shul. Many of us won't be in shul. Many of us will chant within our hearts those familiar tunes and songs, the Avinu Malkainas, 
We will listen to the Yonatanatoka. We will sit and listen to all the wonderful sounds of the shofar, each in their own way, some at home, some in the street, some in shul. It's going to be a different type of Rosh Hashanah. But this Rosh Hashanah, we have to take this lesson to heart. We have to take the lesson of recognizing what it's all about, of recognizing that which we have in order for us to appreciate the deeper dimensions of life. And this is why the Shabbos is an important Shabbos. Kitavo is an incredible parasha. When you sit tomorrow, wherever you might be, yes, you might be in shul, and you might hear it being read, or you might be at home and read it on your own. But wherever you are, know that this is a pivotal moment. This is something that can bring you tremendous insight and tremendous joy. It's something which will give you the deeper dimension of what Torah is saying, this incredibly beautiful and powerful farewell speech of our teacher, Moshe Rabbeinu. And this is why this Shabbos use it well. Use it in a way that it brings to heart something personal and something real. Have a good Shabbos.